The following program has been paid for by the Apostolic Faith Church. From the heart of the Pacific, in Honolulu, Hawaii. Church presents the Kingdom of God Crusade. Join us now for another hour of worship with Pastor Han, the church choir, and the band. We hope and pray that you'll find this next hour of blessing. Good morning and praise the Lord, everyone. I'm Head Pastor Billy Hahn Jr., and I'd like to thank you for joining us today. We welcome you to the Kingdom of God Crusade telecast, being brought to you every Sunday morning, not only here in Hawaii from 8 to 9 a.m., but also in parts of California from 6 to 7 a.m. on station XDTV, channel 13 in San Diego, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KPSC, channel 13 in Palm Springs, from 7 to 8 a.m. on station KBTV, channel 8, and Comcast Channel 238 in Sacramento, including Chico and Fresno. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KVVU-TV, Channel 28 in Eureka. From 7 to 8 a.m. on station KVME, Channel 20 in Los Angeles, San Bernardino. From 8 to 9 a.m. on station KOTR-TV, Channel 11 in Monterey. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KECY, Channel 9 in El Central California and Yuma, Arizona. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KLSR, channel 34 in Eugene, Oregon. From 5 to 6 a.m. on station KZJO, channel 22 in Seattle, Washington. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KUCW, channel 30 of Ogden, Salt Lake City, Utah, and parts of Nevada and Wyoming. And from 7 to 8 a.m. on Time Warner Cable Channel 503 in New York City. If you'd like more information on our church, and view our Kingdom of God Crusade telecast in its entirety, be sure to visit our website at JesusComingSoon.org. The Apostolic Faith Church is located at 1043 Middle Street, the headquarters of the gospel of the Kingdom of God for the whole world, with the sign on the roof of the temple, Jesus Coming Soon, a landmark in Cali for 97 years, and our prayer tower, the first of its kind in Hawaii, used exclusively for prayer. The church was founded by the late Charles and Ada B. Lockbaum, on August the fall of 1923, and passed on to our late chief pastor, William M. Hans Sr. in 1959, who continued the gospel work to its fullness. We hope and pray that this telecast will draw you closer to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and be a real blessing to you, our television audience, saints wherever you are, and the shut-ins, that is those of you in the hospitals and convalescent homes. And should you need prayer or someone to pray over you, please don't hesitate to call the phone number designated at the conclusion of the telecast. Today we celebrate Independence Day. We're also celebrating the 41st anniversary of the Kauai Branch Church, where Pastor and Trustee Leonard and Mrs. Deborah Osano Sr. have been faithfully overseeing the gospel work since 1986. The church is located at 4461 Omao Road in beautiful Kaloa, Hawaii. With their faith firmly grounded in the Lord, Pastor Leonard and Mrs. Deborah Osano heeded the Lord's call 
and let's continue to preach the glorious gospel of salvation, full and free on the island of Kuwait. To begin our program, we call upon the church choir to sing the song, In God We Trust. They're accompanied by Teari Summers on the piano and Iris Locke on the organ. Please join in and sing along with our choir, following the words on your screen. I'm next, members of the church band led by yours truly will play Sacred March Medley. 
which includes the songs, The Church is One Foundation, Stand Up, Stand Up for Jesus, and God of Our Fathers. Associate Pastor Timothy Hansen is our soloist today. 
He will sing a spirited number entitled, Get All Excited. Tim is accompanied by yours truly on the piano. Mason Asano Sr. on the guitar, Associate Pastor Marvin Rebbing on the bass, and Iron Slock on the drums. Get all excited, we'll tell everybody that Jesus Christ is King. I said, get all excited, we'll tell everybody that Jesus Christ is King. I said, get all excited, we'll tell everybody that Jesus Christ is King. Jesus Christ is still the King of Kings, King of Kings. Talk about people, talk about things that really aren't important at all. Talk about weather, you talk about problems we have here at home and abroad. My friend, I'm excited about a solution for the world. I'm gonna shout and sing, and it's Jesus Christ is still the King of Kings, King of Kings. Get all excited, go tell everybody that Jesus Christ is King. I said, get all excited, go tell everybody that Jesus Christ is King. I said, get all excited, go tell everybody that Jesus Christ is King. Jesus Christ is still the King of Kings, King of Kings. Get all excited, go tell everybody that Jesus Christ is King. I said, get all excited, go tell everybody that Jesus Christ is King. I said, get all excited, go tell everybody that Jesus Christ is King. Jesus Christ is still the King of Kings, King of Kings. You talk about people, you talk about things that really aren't important at all. You talk about problems, we haven't prepared the right here at home and abroad. My friend, I'm excited to tell a solution for the world. I'm gonna shout and sing. Jesus Christ is still the King of Kings, King of Kings. Get all excited, go tell everybody that Jesus Christ is King. I said, get all excited, go tell everybody that Jesus Christ is King. I said, get all excited, go tell everybody that Jesus Christ is King. Jesus Christ is still the King of Kings, King of Kings. I said, get all excited, go tell everybody that Jesus Christ is King. I said, get all excited, go tell everybody that Jesus Christ is King. I said, get all excited, go tell everybody that Jesus Christ is King. Jesus Christ is still the King of Kings, King of Kings. Jesus Christ is still the King of Kings, King of Kings. Jesus Christ is still the King of Kings.
For their second song, the church choir will sing the song, A Prayer for America. Listen to the words of this beautiful prayer for our country. Yes, saints and friends, we are truly blessed to live in a country that allows us to serve our God, Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Loyalty to Christ is our instrumental number today, played by members of the church orchestra. They are accompanied by members of the flute and violin sections of the church band.
Our group vocal will be sung by the Jubilees this morning. We have blended voices that will bring forth this song, He's My Hope, and are accompanied by Christy Hahn on the piano. Jesus Christ surely is our hope and our salvation. This lovely number is dedicated to Kauai Pastor Leonard and Deborah Sano Sr. Thank you for your continued service to the Lord and His gospel work. May the Lord bless you most abundantly in this life and that to come for all that you have done and continue to do for the Lord and for the congregants of the Kauai Branch Church. Have a blessed day. Praise the Lord, and good morning, everyone. I'm Associate Pastor Melvin Hondo, and I would like to repeat our television time stations and locations in the continental United States for our viewing audience, especially if any of you plan to visit or reside in California, that these telecasts can now be viewed every Sunday morning from 6 to 7 a.m. on station XTTV channel 13 in San Diego, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KPSC channel 13 in Palm Springs, from 7 to 8 a.m. on station KBTV Channel 8 and Comcast Channel 238 in Sacramento, including Chico and Fresno. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KBVU-TV Channel 28 in Eureka. From 7 to 8 a.m. on station KVME Channel 20 in Los Angeles, San Bernardino. 
from 8 to 9 a.m. on station KOTR-TV channel 11 in Monterey, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KECY channel 9 in El Centro, California, and Yuma, Arizona, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KLSR channel 34 in Eugene, Oregon, from 5 to 6 a.m. on station KZJO channel 22 in Seattle, Washington, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KUCW channel 30 of Ogden, Salt Lake City, Utah, and parts of Nevada and Wyoming, from 7 to 8 a.m. on Time Warner Cable 503 in New York City. If you'd like to know more about our gospel work and view our Kingdom of God crusade telecast in its entirety, please visit our website on JesusComingSoon.org. And now concerning our scheduled gospel services here in our home state, Hawaii, services are held at the temple every Tuesday and Friday at 7 p.m. On Sunday, gospel services start at 10 a.m. and divine healing services at 7 p.m. Sunday school for all ages begin at 9 a.m. and prayer services are held daily in the prayer tower at 2 p.m. except on Fridays at 10 a.m. The same schedule is observed by neighbor island branch churches. The services are also conducted by Pastor, Pastor Regional V. Castanera Sr. in Kanakai, Molokai, by Pastor Walter Aitin Loy in Hilo, Hawaii, by Pastor Leonard K. Waasano Sr. in Kaloa, Kauai, by, by Pastor Hannibal Esper in Balogo, Pikawayan, and by Pastor Vesper Esper in President Rojas, Cotabato, Mindanao, Philippines. At our Maui Branch Church in Lahaina, Maui, services are held every Sunday, second Sunday of the month. You are welcome to attend these services regardless of church affiliations. There are no collections. However, if you desire to voluntarily contribute to support these telecasts and the Lord's work, you may do so by sending your donations to the address designated at the conclusion of the telecast. And now I'd like to return our program back to Head Pastor Billy Hahn Jr., who will bring forth his Spirit-directed and Spirit-inspired sermon. Pastor Billy? Thank you, Melvin. We all need comfort, strength, guidance, wisdom, and solutions to the many and unending problems we encounter in our daily lives. What better way to address our human perplexities than by seeking and turning to Jesus, our Lord and Savior, to fulfill those needs. I thank you for joining us in today's telecast. I sincerely pray the Lord will touch your hearts and the sermon I have ready for this telecast and entitled, God Bless America, will be that important step in the right direction which you need. A star flashes across the sky. It lasts but a few seconds, yet we are awed by its brilliance. Nations, too, have flashed across the span of history, fading suddenly into oblivion. But when our founding fathers put their names upon the Declaration of Independence, they believed that America would be different that this nation, with her spacious skies, amber waves of grain, and abundant beauty would stand the test of time. But liberty and the pursuit of happiness do not come cheap, a fact attested to by the shedding of blood on the battlefield past, present, and future. The Declaration of Independence was finalized after much prayer and supplication for guidance by men of God. After 13 more years of deep reflection, 
the Declaration gave birth to an uncompromising Constitution and Bill of Rights. We will soon be celebrating another birthday of America. It is time for every American citizen to reflect upon what has been bequeathed to us. Perhaps it is also a time to reshape our values and rededicate ourselves to keep America as the greatest nation on earth. The time is here to consider our failures as well as our successes and build a new future rededicated to truth, justice, and equality, and freedom for all mankind, no matter what the color of one's skin. As the Lord said unto Samuel in 1 Samuel, the 16th chapter, in verse 7, Look not on his countenance or the height of his stature, because I have refused him. For the Lord seeth not as man seeth, but for man looketh on the outward appearance, but the Lord looketh at the heart. For God is no respecter of persons, in every nation he that feareth him and worketh righteousness is accepted with him. Now, who are these men who attach their names to the Declaration of Independence? Like Christians, they sought to be faithful unto death. This meant that not only would they be faithful unto death, but also that should live their lives ever be in jeopardy because of their actions, they would stand firm. It was the spirit that sustained the men who shaped the beginning of our great nation. They understood the importance of a solid foundation. As Paul tells us in 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 11, For other foundation can no man lay than that is laid, which is Jesus Christ. Yes, Jesus is that solid rock. An engineer once said that a large suspension bridge was supported by cables which were embedded in solid rock so they could withstand the stress and strain put upon them. The same principle was applied by the founding fathers for they knew that God was the only sure foundation upon which to build a nation that would endure. Since all the foundations of the earth were out of course, Thus, we see the sovereignty of God was deeply rooted and grounded in the American spirit from the beginning. They also believed that all values worth living for came from God. They looked to God as a source of wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. Job was told by the Lord in Job, the 28th chapter, verses 20 and verse 28, Whence then cometh wisdom? And where is the place of understanding? The nation founders believed God's answer. And to man he said, Behold the fear of the Lord. That is wisdom. And to depart from evil is understanding. This great nation was born out of faith and trust in God. For years we have been building on that solid foundation. Let us read in 1 Corinthians chapter 3. Verses 9 and 10. For we are laborers together with God. Ye are God's husbandry. Ye are God's building. 
According to the grace of God, which is given unto me as a wise master builder, I have laid the foundation, and another buildeth thereupon. But let every man take heed how he buildeth thereupon. Now the question is, how have we built? We can quickly point to almost unbelievable growth and productivity, which has come about through our God-given wisdom and enterprise. We have taken remarkable leadership in scientific research and progress, advanced technology, space exploration, and military might as evidenced by the performance of U.S. forces in the many wars and many, many areas. We can thank God for the freedom of religion, the freedom to openly worship God in spirit and in truth. Whatever our belief, no one can close our church because it does not coincide with others. Today, we have separation of church and state. We have no state church in America. Each who worships God worships according to dictates of his own conscience. We are not required to see party church or religion in which we do not believe. We can also be thankful for free speech and press. I can preach on any subject and no one can stop me. Just as an editor can freely write what he or she so desires. Another word that is very important to us is liberated. It means to set free, released from slavery of sin, imprisonment, captivity, or any form of control. Today, we need a declaration of independence to set us free from those carnal and sinful forces that makes us slaves and keeps us in bondage. Jesus tells us in John the 8th chapter, verses 32 and 36, And he shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. If the Son therefore shall make you free, ye shall be free indeed. Despite these important achievements, trouble and danger which critically threaten our future lie ahead within our great nation. Over the years, some things have become part of American life, which can only lead to our downfall. We can see the effect of deterioration on every side. Crime is on the rise. The family is disintegrating. Political corruption and cheating are rampant. All across our country, from sea to shining sea, people have erected altars to cults, mysticisms, asceticism, and so forth. People are worshiping the goddess of licentiousness, that is worshiping sex symbols and engaging in immoral activities of every kind. Homosexuality, incense, child and wife abuse, pornography, and so forth are on the rise. Sex is commercialized on TV and in every other kind of media. Men and women created in the image of God have descended to the bestiality of the jungle. The theater, rock, and different types of music are literally saturated with sex, glamorizing and glorifying lust and vice. Listen to Proverbs 14, 34. Righteousness exalted a nation, but sin is a reproach to any people. Paul tells us in Romans 1, 24 to 28, Wherefore God also gave them up to uncleanliness through the lust of their own hearts, to dishonor their own bodies between themselves, who changed the truth of God into a lie, and worshiped and served the creature more than the Creator, who is blessed forever. Amen. For this cause God gave them up into vile affections, for even their women did change the natural use into that which is against nature. 
and likewise also the men, leaving the natural use of the women, burning their lusts one toward another, men with men working that which is unseemly, and receiving in themselves that recompense of their error which was meet. And even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, God gave them over to a reprobate mind to do those things which are not convenient. Because of current events, people feel threatened, insecure, powerless, and insignificant. Life seems to be losing its meaning and purpose. No one seems able to give the right answer. The only answer is trust and belief upon the Lord Jesus Christ. What has brought us to this situation? We might point out changes in the educational system. In other words, the God of creation has been replaced by the God of evolution. Truth has been replaced by relativism. Morality has been replaced with expediency. Thus we find that young people have been given nothing to believe in. The question was asked by Pilate, what is truth? Jesus answered as we find in John 14, 6, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. Yes, television viewers, you need the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. We turn to the Bible and read John 3, 3. Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. The word again was inserted because God knew we were born once of our parents. Jesus said in verse 7, Marvel not that I said unto thee, ye must be born again. Born again? That may sound strange to you. What does it mean? To explain this, let's look at what the Bible has to say. God's word in the first place is absolutely realistic. It teaches that no one can gain entrance to heaven by good works as we read in Titus 3, 4 to 5. But after that, the kindness and love of God our Savior toward man appeared. Not by works of righteousness which we have done, but according to His mercy, He saved us by the washing of regeneration and renewing of the Holy Ghost. There is none righteous, no, not one. For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Our personal experiences teach us that we have all broken God's laws and have not even done the best we could. We, by nature, are described as being dead in trespasses and sins, alienated from the life of God, or as having not life. Just as the body without physical life is declared physically dead, so too a person separated from the life of God, as described in the Bible, is spiritually dead. Dead in our trespasses and sins, we cannot hope to enter heaven. We need new lives, cleansed from sin by the blood of Jesus. We need to be restored to that fellowship with God. We must be born into a new life. We must be born again. Jesus came to bring us this new life. He said in John 10, 10, The thief cometh not but for to steal, and to kill, and to destroy. I am come that they might have life, and that they might have it more abundantly. This means full joy and true happiness. When we are born again, we receive a new life from Jesus, which is happier and fuller than the life we led before. Man cannot bring about this new birth by his own efforts any more than a baby can cause its own conception. Rebirth is something that God initiates and completes. 
A man becomes a new creature in Christ Jesus. Apart from spiritual rebirth, man remains outside of God's family. Listen to John 3, 5. Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. Now to be born of water is to be baptized therein. One must go down into the water, be buried in it, and then come up out of the water. This is how one is born again, according to the Bible. Sprinkling and pouring water over a person is not baptism. Baptism means to dip, immerse, or plunge. In what name should one be baptized? The answer is definitely in the name of Jesus Christ. After all, the name of the Father is Jesus, the name of the Son is Jesus, and the name of the Holy Ghost is Jesus. Reading Acts 2.38, Then Peter said unto them, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of sins, and he shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. To be born of the Spirit is to receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit, which is speaking in the unknown tongue. Why is the name of Jesus so important, you ask? Acts 4.12 declares, Neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other name under heaven given among men, whereby we must be saved. In other words, according to the Bible, outside the name of Jesus, one is not saved. There is only one baptism, one faith, one body, one God, and Father of us all. Now let's refocus our attention upon our July 4th message. The mass media have also done its part in eroding the nation's moral fiber. Things which were unimaginable on TV and in movies only a few years ago are now commonplace, such as immoral behavior, violence, looting, burning, killing. Examples we are continually exposed to personally or via the media. Sexual perversion and obscene and profane language have all spilled off the screen into our lives and homes. There is little perverse or otherwise which we have not seen graphically depicted on the screen or in the press. The political arena too has been a scene of decline and corruption. We have hardly need to mention the recent sex scandals, bribes, cover-ups, rubber checks, payoffs, and the like. Principles of truth and injustice have given way to political expedience, personal profit, compromise, and so forth. As America has departed from Christian principles, life has become devalued. As we look at everything visible around us, we see how the lives of unborn children are snuffed out. And medical experts tell us that legalizing euthanasia and infanticide is just around the corner as is here already. Our country continues to spend billions upon machines of worldly destruction. Listen to 1 Thessalonians 5.3. For when they shall say peace and safety, sudden destruction cometh upon them as travail upon a woman with child, and they shall not escape. Moreover, if we look back into our nation's history, we see that racial injustice has infected the nation almost from the beginning. Jesus said in Matthew 24, 7 to 8, For nation shall rise against nation, and kingdom against kingdom, and there shall be famines and pestilence and earthquakes in diverse places. All these are the beginning of sorrows. If these are the beginnings of sorrows, I sure don't want to be upon this earth when the end comes. And sometimes churches too fail to recognize and practice the truth in God's word, that all men are created equal. Let us read in Genesis 127. 
So God created man in his image. In the image of God created he him. Male and female created he them. We see that man was created equal with God, but upon this earth there is the sound of racism. Paul tells us in Acts 17, 26, and have made of one blood all nations of men for to dwell on all the face of the earth, and it determined the times before appointed and the bounds of their habitation. Oppression of other races has been part of our heritage, and God will surely judge us for it. We are living in perilous times, threatened by crime, nuclear warfare, economic and ecological collapse, and a multitude of other problems. Only a few face up to the reality of the situation. People try to find ways of escaping alcohol, drugs, entertainment, or anything that will temporarily block out reality. But there is no real escape in these things. The only escape is in Christ Jesus. As we read in 1 Corinthians 10, 12, Wherefore let him that thinketh he standeth take heed lest he fall. There hath no temptation taken you but such as is common to man. But God is faithful, who will not suffer you to be tempted above that ye are able, but will with the temptation also make a way of escape, that ye may be able to bear it. The basic reason for the crisis facing America today is that we have allowed the solid foundation upon which our country was built to crumble. We have turned our backs upon God and His Word. We have rejected His authority and gone our own way. The Bible tells us that unbelief and sin is rebellion against God. A popular slogan today is, if it feels good, do it. But don't we need a deeper reason for living our lives? Self-indulgence leads not only to hurting other people, but equally to our own destruction. Remember, the pleasures of sin are only for a season. And sin, when it is finished, bringeth forth death. However, as great as our nation has been with its science and technology and its affluence and abundance, it cannot go on in a rebellion against God's word and God's standard without inviting God's judgment. God never changes. It is man that changes things. Reading Hebrews 13, 8, Jesus Christ, the same yesterday and today and forever. Our country can continue to be the greatest country in the world if we maintain our lives and nation upon God. Can something be done to turn the tide? Why, certainly. What can we do? By believing in the Lord Jesus Christ. Our households can be saved. If we love Jesus, we must obey His commandments. For His commandments are not grievous. When we try to reform ourselves, we know how hard the problem is. We can't do it by ourselves. We need to be changed by a power greater than us. And that wonder, working power, is Christ Jesus. As he tells us in Matthew 28:18, And Jesus came and spake unto them, that is, to the disciples, saying, All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. The world has heard a clamor of voices, the voices of materialism, communism, fascism, the voices of theologians, economists, psychologists, politicians, but we seem no better off. 
their learning and expertise have not been able to meet our needs or solve our problems? The answer is we need a power which really can transform us. The power that was given on the day of Pentecost. Jesus commanded his disciples to tarry in the city of Jerusalem in the upper room. Let us read Luke 24:49. And behold, I send the promise of my Father upon you. But tarry ye in the city of Jerusalem until ye be endued with power from on high. And Jesus went on further saying in Acts 1:8, But ye shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost is come upon you. And ye shall be witnesses unto me, both in Jerusalem and in all Judea and in Samaria and unto the uttermost part of the earth. And then it happened on the day of Pentecost. As you read in Acts 2, 1 through 4, and when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind. And it filled all the house where they were sitting. There were 120 of them in the upper room, including Mary, the mother of Jesus. And there appeared unto them cloven tongues like as of fire. And it sat upon each of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. Yes, there is hope for America. If we will repent of our sinful ways and return to God. For he tells us in 2 Chronicles, the 7th chapter, the 14th verse. If my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and will heal their land. Four steps are mentioned here as necessary for the Lord's blessing upon his people. Humility, prayer, devotion, and repentance. The children of Israel were blessed when they saw him and turned from their wicked ways, and the Lord can do the same for us. This can be your prayer to viewers. For America this 4th of July, that America will choose life. And to you in our television audience, I also ask this question, what is the best thing you can do for your country? Why, of course, live for Jesus. Live for your family, your home, and church and country. Then God will know it. And bless America the beautiful, home of the brave and of spacious skies. With lifted voices and feelings in our hearts, let us sing. God bless America, my home, sweet home. If you'd like to know more about God's Word, the church, and review this telecast presentation in its entirety, please visit our website at JesusComingSoon.org. Until our next telecast, this is your host, Head Pastor Billy Hahn Jr., expressing my sincerest appreciation to each of you who have allowed us to come into your homes. May the good Lord bless and keep you all in the hollow of his hands. And all the church band will conclude today's telecast with a song entitled, The Banner of the Cross.
The preceding program was paid for by the Apostolic Faith Church.